You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, freedom. This is Donnie Betts, producer-director of Destination Freedom Black Radio Days and The Eclectic. For the next month, I'll be bringing you special reports from Destination Freedom Black Radio Days, The Eclectic. I'm covering the trial of two officers from the Royal Police Department, Randy Rodina and Jason Rosenblatt, who are charged with three felony counts resulting in the death of Elijah McClain in 2019. Now, I don't know how many of you remember... Uh, Walkman, and other kind of devices you put over your ears to listen to music. Today, everything's earbuds or connected to your phone. And I know many of you probably have been walking down the street or walking in a park or whatever, you, and listen to music or podcasts like this, and you, and you flail your arms, and you kind of bop your head to the beat and things like that. If that was what's happening the night that Elijah McClain left a convenience store on August 24th, 2019. Another young man called 911 and reported seeing someone sketchy. 911, what is the address of the emergency? South, yeah, he's walking south on Billy Street. He has a mask on. Okay. And then when I passed by him, he puts he put his hands up and does all these kinds of signs. I don't know, he, he looks sketchy. I don't, he might be okay. a good person or a bad person. Yeah. So don't follow him or anything. We're going to have officers come check the area, okay? Okay. Elijah was wearing a runner's mask. He was a runner. These two officers responded to that call the 911, among many other officers from the Royal Police Department. Now, what happened next is going to be up for debate. So as I sat in, in the courtroom and watched the jury selection, which is very interesting, selection went on for some time. Each party had a chance to accept or reject um, jury members. The makeup of the jury is very interesting. I won't really tell you about it until later on. Uh, but there were a lot of similarities of what was chosen and not chosen when it came to the jury selection. Then came to the open arguments, which once again was very interesting. Each side presented their case, what they're going to, um, how they're going to try this case. The state attorney general's office, who's bringing the charges against these officers, played moments of the video from body cam footage from the police officers, which was available. Some was actually not available because the officers said their cameras was knocked off on the ground. So you see a lot of grass uh, in some of these videos. But you could hear Elijah's voice in many of them saying over and over, it says seven times, 
I can't breathe. As he was put in a carotid hole, he was also restrained against the wall and then taken to the ground. Uh, the force against his arm was so great that you actually heard bone topping. So this young man was 5'6", 140 pounds. Attorneys for the police officers say that once the paramedics arrived, it was their responsibility to take care of this young man. But as you'll hear on a lot of the body cam, it sounds like the officer instructed the paramedics to give him the ketamine because they said he was talking crazy, uh, wasn't making any sense, had incredible strength, and so on and so forth. Well, this is the narrative we hear a lot of time when it comes to black people. Oh, they were so strong, you know, they were animal, they're beast, or whatever like that. They didn't say any of those words, but they said he was incredibly strong. Shows amazing strength. My question is, what would you do if you're fighting for your life? Eliza McLean's mother was visually shaken. She listened to this footage for over an hour, hearing her son suffering. She left the courtroom in tears Friday. Her shoulders were shaking when I was sitting right behind her. I could see her stressed. She refused uh, any tissue, anything like that. But when she left the courtroom, others had reported that she they could hear her sobbing. And later when I saw her walking down the sidewalk, she was still visually shaken an hour later. Now, as I said earlier, Elijah McClain was 5'6", 140 pounds. And normally for someone that size, that drug that was given him, ketamine, would be 320 to 350 milligrams for an individual of his weight. But he was given 500 milligrams. 500 milligrams. Five, six, 140 pounds. Never once was Elijah McClain asked his name. He said, I am Elijah McClain. He also said, all I'm trying to do is become better. I'll do it. I'll do anything. Sacrifice my identity. I'll do it. He compliments the officers. You're all phenomenal. You're beautiful. And I love you. But they keep telling him, don't do it. Don't do it. We'll put the canine on you. What are you doing, dude? Relax. He says seven times, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe properly. He vomited. Vomiting into the mask, goes back down into his lungs. Now, Dr. Moss from the University of Colorado Health Science Centers was the doctor who pronounced him brain dead. After doing a series of tests, twice, that's the type of thing that the doctors do in order to pronounce someone who is brain dead. It doesn't have brain activities anymore, can't breathe on their own. Um, not responding to light being shown in their eyes. Uh, the pupils, uh, no kind of activity. The rise of the chest is not there. Even the paramedic in the uh, uh, ambulance said the chest wasn't rising anymore. So basically when he was put in on a gurney and transported to, transported to the hospital, he was probably already uh, had passed away. But it was uh, three days later when he was pronounced brain dead. And then on the 30th of August, he died. Eliza McLean after that first encounter with police on August 24th, 
2019. Um, it was a total of 18 minutes and two seconds that he encountered these police officers from the Royal Police Department. So hopefully there'll be a fair and impartial trial leading up to this uh, verdict that will be coming sometime in the next month or so. It's estimated that the trial would last for about a month. And hopefully I will come to you again with more information about this trial. I will say I wanted to talk about the body language that I saw in the courtroom that day from the two defendants. The one, Rosenblatt, looked straight ahead, no emotions that I could tell, and Randy Rodina um, had kind of a nervous twitch when he was listening to the, um, the body cam footage, uh, moving his neck around and around and uh, shrugging his shoulders and things like that. There was one jury member who actually was dozing off doing this body cam footage. Hmm. Just think about that for a minute. Me and them were taking notes. Uh, they have clipboards that they can take notes on. And they have to leave at the court every day. Uh, but that's some of the things I saw body language-wise and just personalities within the courtroom. Oh, uh, my name is Donnie Betts, and thank you so much for listening to this brief report on the trial of Elijah McLean. Uh, police officers that are charged, being charged with three felonies. Be free. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lin-Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.